Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, I'm super excited to be back after a holiday break. Um, I didn't quite mean to take a few weeks off, but it kind of happened that way, and it was awesome. Um, Before I took off for my break, though, I had an awesome interview with Cassandra, um, the owner and founder of Let's Connect. Uh, This episode is all about social media, so if there's anything you've been struggling with um, or want to learn more about, it is in this episode. So grab a glass and let's chat. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey, Cassandra, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited for our conversation. Hey, Nicole, it's so great to see you. And yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, Um, like I was saying before we started recording, um, it seems like I was looking at your website today and actually my daughter was with me and she was like, it looks like you guys do the same things." Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) I know. Well, yes, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, so um, if you, I'd love to hear, you know, like how long you've been doing it, everything that you do, like, you know, your story of becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. So it was kind of a roundabout way, to be honest. A lot of people, you know, they're born into entrepreneurship or they have parents that own a business. And so they're kind of roped into this world of entrepreneurship. But for me, I was roped into the world of nine to five. Me too. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And so when I finished high school, I wanted to be a psychologist. And so I went to university for psychology. And in my second year, I was you know, you have to take these electives. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know what I want to take. Like I took a bunch of sociology and, and that kind of stuff. And so I was like, well, I'm going to take something a little bit different. And so I took a business management course and I've never done anything with business before that course. And when I was in there, it felt like I was learning so many new things. It was like a whole world had been opened up Mm. and I was like, wow, okay, this is really, really interesting. So after that class, I I decided that I wanted to go into business. Um, And so I decided that um, I would finish out my psychology degree because I really enjoyed it. It was something that I feel is very relatable to everyday yes. life. <laughs> yeah, especially well, in marketing too. Like that's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so much so much psychology in marketing and so I really put it to use I think pretty much every day. Um but after that I graduated and went to our local college here and took business marketing and alongside with digital marketing. So I figured out quickly that I really love to be online. I really like the internet um and what social media, you know, is is building, um, not all the time, but you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity with social media. And so that's quickly how I, you know, decided that route, uh, to really study and focus on. And so that was a heavy workload. We really kind of like broke down each of the platforms for like eight weeks. <laughs> it was intense, um, but so, so worth it. Um, after that, I did a year long internship. Um, and that was kind of during this crazy pandemic that we're having. And so I was laid off for a little bit, came back. And so during that layoff, I really decided that business is where I want to be. And I want to open my own business. So 
came back, finished it off, and then I opened up Connect. Um, it's been a year since that happened. And Ooh. so, yeah, here we are. <laughs> That's exciting. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yay. Um, so what's your favorite platform? Oh, my favorite platform. I really love Instagram. I know people are kind of, you know, tipsy turny with Instagram because of all the changes that they're making, but mm-hmm. I, I love it. I think it's a great platform. Yeah, I do too. And well, they're all changing like all the time, like constantly. Oh, absolutely. So, like, yeah. Um, it's funny. I, w- I was on LinkedIn yesterday and I saw some people talking about like the death of Facebook and how it'll right. you know end up going away. And then I was on a call earlier with podcast hosts and it was two ladies and they were like, I'm on Facebook. Like, that's my favorite place to be. And it's like, you know, yeah. it's so funny. Like they're, they're, they serve different purposes for so many different people, all of them. So that's exactly I, it. Yeah. yeah. There's a different audience. There's a different reason why you're on every plat on each platform. Don't be on every platform, but right? I know. Why, why you're on each platform and all of them are valid. I don't think, I don't think Facebook is dying, you know, yeah. as much as you want to be like, oh, I don't really use it that much. We do use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> for totally. Things than we used to, right? So. Yeah. Well, and I think the groups, like that's like the that's huge thing huge. that's going to keep Facebook, I think, going for a long yeah. time. Groups and messenger. If mm-hmm. they ever got rid of those, that would might be the death of Facebook. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd love to like how we mentioned um, like psychology in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do you because I think that's like a, a really big thing that most people overlook marketers as well, but also to like entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and business owners, because you don't quite think of that. Like, do you have any tips on kind of like, I don't know how to use psychology in marketing or any like. Yeah. (laughs) How it's Um, applicable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think um, one thing I learned really early on is, you know, the psychology is the study of the mind. Sociology is a lot of the study of people. And so when you put those two things together, you really learn how and why people do and react and act in the way that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the first thing you kind of have to look at is yourself, you know, what are your habits? What do you do from day to day? Like, what does your life really look like? And really figure out, you know, what you're good at, what your talents are, and utilize that in business. So if you are someone myself, I'm a Google calendar fanatic. I have like a thousand (laughs) different, like that is my jam. If it's not on the calendar, I ain't showing up. It's not going to (laughs) happen. So, you know, organization and structure and and uh, like being a type A person, you know, that is that is kind of my thing. And so when I'm thrown into, you know, entrepreneurship, I have to make sure that in order for me to function at the best of my ability, I am following, you know, what my habits and what my my personality is like. And so if you really start to understand who you are as a person, that can really help you grow your business. Because if you feel very, you know, stressed and anxious and just not aligned with what you're doing, it's going to show in everything that you try to do. So Mm -hmm. once you figure out who you are as a person, I think that really helps you grow and really level up in life and in your business. So yeah, just a little tidbit on your personal side of psychology. Yeah, no, I love that. It's so true. Um, And I think, yeah, again, I think that's something that's so often overlooked, but can really make the difference, you know, that little nuance of just playing into your strengths. Absolutely. It's, it's super important. Um, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, no. I was just smiling. Um, yeah. So 
Also, too, in addition to, like you said, Google Calendar, which I'm the same way, like I love it and I I get so annoyed. I actually have an Outlook Calendar and a Google Calendar and I can't get them to talk to each other and it annoys me so much, but that's a whole other like venting um, issue. But um, what other other apps do you use like that you just couldn't, you know, function without in your business? Oh, that's a good one. Um, (laughs) So the Google Suite, the whole concept of it, the, you know, the calendar to the Google Docs to the, to the Excel spreadsheets, I use them all. Um, Another Google Drive, my gosh. Um, Another one is Canva. I really love to design a lot of my stuff in Canva. It's super easy to use. And I think a lot of people get hung up in like template style, but you can make your, your own templates. Right. And so if you have the design ability, use it, you know, use what they give you. If you're a person that's like, I don't have any design ability. They have so many templates that you can play around with. So I, I'm a big fan of Canva. Should have bought stocks in that a long time ago. (laughs) Um, what else do I use? Um, I'm a big paper and pencil person too. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of hard to believe for some people, but I love a good like notebook pen on paper kind of thing. So my notebook is like my Bible. If I lost it, I'd lose like all my client notes. So <laughs> yeah, those are kind of the main three that I, and zoom actually, I use zoom for all my meetings. So those are kind of the main things that I use literally every day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I've- I'm the exact same. I love it. And I love Canva. It's like so user-friendly. Like I used to have to use, you know, Photoshop and like, it's just so much better and quicker. And then I love too, how you can like integrate even like scheduling from there and stuff too. I don't do it, but I know clients that do. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, It was cool too. Um, That meeting I mentioned that the ladies were talking about Facebook, we met on AirMeet. Have you ever heard of that? Okay. Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. It was cool. It was kind of like Zoom, but different. Like instead of like breakout rooms, it would like show little tables and you could go oh, sit cool. at a table. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> and what I was like, oh, this table's yeah. full. And I was like, oh my God, if it's at like, like cafeteria back in like elementary school, you know, I was like, ah, I can't get in. <laughs> that's super cool. I'm going to have to take a look at that. I, I have heard of it, but I've never used it. So that's yeah. really. It was pretty rad. It really was. Like it's like similar that. to Zoom, but like up leveled kind of. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Um, my next is like my favorite question. Um, cool. what is your most effective or like your favorite way to market your business? And I think I know your answer, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um, so a lot of my marketing, I do spend a lot of time, obviously my favorite platform is Instagram. And mm-hmm. so because my business is online, I can have clients literally all over the world. And so I really find, um, Instagram is a platform to reach like that huge audience um, and be able to be seen by that huge audience. Um, And so I always have fun with reels. I know a lot of people like hate them and I don't necessarily love editing them, but I just enjoy like having people laugh about them or just have a moment. They're like, Hey, that was actually pretty good. Like, you know, so Mm -hmm. I really enjoy like the reels that Instagram is doing. Um, And so when I market my business, um, consistency is key for me. And I have pretty much stuck to this from the very beginning, Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9am. That is when you'll see me kind of post on social media. Um, And that has really helped me grow my business overall. A lot of that too is collaboration. So for Mm -hmm. a while, Clubhouse was extremely popular. Um, And not that it isn't now, but I haven't been on there as much. Um, But I brought that over to Instagram Live because, you know, I really... 
I really found the value in having these types of conversations. I myself don't have a podcast, but I love having these types of conversations and bouncing ideas off each other and just learning about the industry in a different way. Like now I know air meat is a thing and I'm going to try it out. So I think there's a lot to be said about consistency and collaboration when you're trying to build your online presence. So yeah. Oh, I love that. I totally agree. Uh, it's so important for to be consistent. And then, yeah, all just yeah. the collaborations, because, you know, when we chat and share with each other, we all help each other and all rise up, you know? Um, well, exactly. You know, community over competition. And yeah. I think that's really important. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from the younger generation of business. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the older generation is very like, not stuck in their ways, but they're a little harder to get out of that shell. And and I can go down the street and be like, hey, can you go to the shoot tomorrow and take a few photos? Because I can't be there. And, and I have people that I can rely on to be a part of that circle. Um, And yeah, I wouldn't change that for the world. I'd rather have them there than be like, oh, now I have to do 15 different things. (laughs) Right. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Um, (laughs) It's funny you mentioned Clubhouse because the other day I was like, I wonder, is Clubhouse still around? Because I saw like that I accidentally like swiped a screen on my phone and I haven't been on Clubhouse in forever. So I do Uh wonder how it's going, like if it's still growing because, you know, like Facebook has their audio now and I saw Twitter has spaces now too, which is the same concept. Um, so Mm -hmm. I, I wonder how that's going to play out for Clubhouse. Yeah, it's interesting to watch. Like I remember back when it first came out, everyone was crazy. I took a while to get on board, but like by January I was in there too. Um, and for months and months and months, I used it like daily, hourly. Like I was there all the time. And a lot of it was business related. Whereas I I, I have it on my phone. I look every once in a while, like at the rooms and stuff. And I found a lot of it more like personal conversations, which was interesting. It's almost like gone away from like how to market your business into what are you making for Christmas dinner? Um, (laughs) And it's, and it's interesting to see how it's kind of like shifted in in my experience. This may be different for other people's algorithms, but yeah, that's, what's been showing up in my world. So yeah, no, I thought it was a cool concept, but I just, I felt like I had to spend a lot of time on there. You know what I mean? Because like you couldn't really just show up like you could show up and just listen. But then then it was just pretty much just like listening to a podcast. But to like kind of do business, like you kind of had to wait your, you know, obviously wait your turn. And and I don't know. But yeah, Yeah. it was a cool concept for sure. Yeah, it was. I I enjoyed it. But yeah, it was a huge time sucker. And that's why I ended up getting off of it because I'd spend all day on it and then be like, oh, I've done nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't focused at all today. (laughs) Totally. Um, so yeah, like when it comes to like marketing and social media, like what is, you know, like what's a huge mistake that you see like your clients making or people that, you know, come to you and then you end up working with them? Like what's some, like some common things that you see? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I'm a big person that believes in branding your business. Um, and some people will say, you know, post as you please. And, and it works for them. I'm not saying it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am a person that really believes in, you know, honing in on your brand and being recognizable so that if you were to walk outside, people would be like, Oh, Hey, that's Cassandra from connect. Like I already Mm -hmm. know who she is. I don't even have to go and introduce myself. Obviously I'm going to, but you know, there's a whole, um, thing with branding that I pe- I think people misunderstand and, and it shows up in their, in their social media and it shows up in their marketing. And so even I was doing a project recently and I had made some graphics according to their brand colors and their fonts and all that. Obviously brand is more than that, but I had started there and, and then they handed me one back and it was like, 
completely different and it didn't match their brand colors. I was like, this is great, beautiful, but it's not recognizable. I have no idea whose business this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm a big believer in sticking to, you know, your brand colors, your brand voice, and really kind of playing up who that is so that when you do post, people don't even have to look at who it is. They already know that it's you. Um, so yeah, I find uh, that's my personal opinion. That's my experience. I've had many clients, um, that are, you know, posting whatever. And I'm like, Hey, let's hone that in. Let's figure out what you actually want to represent your, your business. Um, another mistake is trying to be everywhere all the time. We are human beings. (laughs) We're, we are real human beings. (laughs) Some of us got kids. We have another job. What like there is the reality is, is that you can't be everywhere all the time and show up effectively in all those places. So I always recommend to my clients, to myself, you know, pick one, pick two platforms and start there, you know, mm-hmm. figure it out, get really good at those platforms before you start branching out into five different other places and you can't keep up with it consistently. Um, like I was talking about before, consistency is key for my business. It's been consistent for my clients. So if you can stay consistent on two platforms and you post twice a week on those platforms, keep doing that because that is what's going to have you grow over time rather than trying to be everywhere and burning yourself out. So Yes. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I know. Because so often you'll see people on so many platforms, but the, but they're not really doing anything on the platform because right. they've kind of hit that wall and they're overwhelmed right. and they're defeated. And, you know, so, yeah, I totally, yeah. totally agree. Um, and, you, yeah, like you said, consistency. And then some people are like, post when you please. And I do think, like, you know, if you look at your analytics and you kind of, like, come up, you can take what everybody says, but until you can really see it, you know, mm-hmm. as you put it into – like play, then you'll be able to tell, you know what I mean? Because everybody's business is different and your audience is different from somebody else. So exactly. Yeah. What might work for one is not necessarily going to totally work for you. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's, there's something to say about analytics as well. I know a lot of people look on Instagram and they're like, okay, what's the best time to post? I get this question all the time. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, because they look at their analytics and it says Monday through Sunday from 9am to 9pm, your audience is online. And I'm like, Okay, that doesn't tell me that that does nothing for me. <laughs> right. That's like waiting for the cable guy like all day. Right. You're like, well, maybe it'll show up today. We don't know. Um, so I think, you know, you have to really know your audience. You have to, mm-hmm. and you may not know that when you first start your business, but right. you will learn. You know, if you are selling maternity clothes or you are selling, you know, something to mothers, guess when mothers are online at 5 a.m. before their baby wakes up, or you know, later at night when the baby's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So Maybe that's the time that you need to show up online. Forget the analytics because that is going off, you know, all of Instagram as much as it's going off your followers. I mean, everybody's kind of online throughout the day. So figure out what lifestyle your audience has and go, go with that, you know? So I think that's important to don't, don't rely too much on those numbers. (laughs) Right. Yeah. They can tell you a lot, but I mean, still, if it doesn't, like if you're trying to change right. or go exactly by that and it's not working, then try something else. And, you know, you'll exactly. get, yeah, you'll get to, to figure <laughs> out when the I- ideal times are and what they like and all that. Exactly. I had a client that posted like at three o'clock. She's like, that's when it says to post. I'm like, okay, but is it working? She's like, no. I'm like, well, then let's switch it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. It's not the holy ground. <laughs> right. I know. And that's the thing too. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, every people think that they can't go against like what's been said or what so-and-so yeah. said, or, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. and it, that's okay to still challenge it and do what yes. you know is good for your business and your audience. Exactly. We all have different 
different businesses. We all have different ways of operating. Like it's okay to try something different. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, that kind of leads me into my next question. Um, what do you do to like make, like help your business grow? Like, you know, getting out of your comfort yeah. zone and like, do you have any tips for that? Yeah. Um, interesting. What, um, what I've been doing recently is trying to get on podcasts, speak in front of an audience, teach, teach a group of people something. Now I really enjoy speaking. Public speaking is not something that isn't in my comfort zone, but you know, putting yourself out there and being vulnerable is not comfortable for anyone. I don't think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, as much as I believe in what I'm saying and I know, and I've studied, there can always be somebody in this audience that's like, no, you're wrong. And that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> or they ask a question that you know nothing about and you're like, yes. uh. <laughs> so, you know, I think that it's super important to get out of your comfort zone. Don't, you know, jump off the cliff with no parachute, but really kind of push yourself so that when there are opportunities, you're saying yes, instead of no. And I'm reading a book right now. Um, it's called the year of yes. yes. And that's the best book. Yeah. She talks a lot about, you know, just, just do it. You know, at the end of the day, just get out there and do it, even though it scares the crap out of you. Mm -hmm. And I've really kind of tried to adopt that in, in whatever I can, you know, there's some things that you have to say no to, cause I can't hop on a plane and, and move to Africa. <laughs> but you know, there are, there are a lot of things that we say no to simply because we just, there's a little part of us that's like, oh, but what if this happens? Mm -hmm. But what if that happens? Are you going to die? No, it'll be okay. Like, right. It, it might suck in that moment, but then you can learn something from it. Right. So getting out of your comfort zone is hard and it's, but if you practice it and you do it little by little, you will get there. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. It's so true. And yeah, I, I read that book last year and that's like making mm. me think that I should read it again. Um, cause it seems like yeah. this time of the year would be perfect for it going into a new right. year, but, um, uh -huh. I love, yeah. Shonda rhymes like that book's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like now we're in like the world of video, right? So reels yeah. came out on Instagram, live video. We got all these things that are like video. And I have so many clients that are like, no, not happening. They won't even <laughs> take a headshot for me. Right. So right. they're like, I'm not doing that. Um, and it is hard. And that's one thing that that is not because you don't want to do video. It's because you're nervous and you're scared and it's not in your comfort zone to do these videos. Right. So yeah. That's where you have to, you know, if you want to grow and build your business, there are certain things you just have to kind of adapt to. Um, like when they took away the like count on Instagram, you know, we all have to adapt to that. Look, mm -hmm. now we don't even notice it. Right? right. So in the same way that that video is nervous, like it makes you scared right now, start just filming videos of yourself. You don't have to post them, but just get used to speaking and looking at yourself and then it, eventually it'll just be like one of those things that you do, you know? Yeah. Totally. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I think we're a lot harder on ourselves than yes. like <laughs> the people we're trying to reach would be, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and yeah. they actually really need what we're saying. So if right. you approach it that way, like it's still not easy and I still don't do it, but <laughs> like, I do yeah. know I should be. Um, but yeah, totally. Um, but I at totally the end of the day, like, unless your like video is viral, which you're probably like in reality, are we going to be viral people? Probably not. Right. But 
you know, maybe, but <laughs> the reality of it is that your, you know, 15 second reel is not going to go viral. And so people are going to forget about it the second they watch it. They're going to watch right. it and throw right by and they're not going to pay attention to it after that. So you've shared your moment. You've gotten out of your comfort zone a little bit. And maybe somebody, maybe one person out of 200 people that watched it got something from it and you've helped that one person. So yeah. Totally. And then if it does go viral, then, hey, that's like huge and amazing, you know? Right. Guess where your business is going? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Totally. I love it. Um, So, yeah, so we're to your favorites. So what is your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book. Now, this may sound cheesy and some people may disagree with this one, um, (laughs) but Girl girl Wash Your Face. I have Um, never read it. Like I have meant to read it so many times and I just always forget. Yeah. It was one of those books. I read it during my, I was laid off. Um, and so I read it during there. It was like the first book I read and I read a lot of books, um, <laughs> but it was the first book I read during that season. And I was like, wow, like there's a lot of self-help books out there. There's a lot of things I've heard repetitively in different ways. That was the first book that I was like, no, this is different than the rest of them. And um I really, for myself, I really got something out of it and it pushed me to do what I'm doing now, Um, which, you know, and just getting rid of toxic people in your life and not fitting in with the rest of the world you can do and be who you want to be and and not having to get the approval of other people. And and she, she goes into detail about her life, uh, Rachel, but yeah, I just, I really enjoyed reading it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've heard amazing things about it. So recommend. Awesome. (laughs) What's your favorite drink? Oh, my favorite drink. Um, chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good like chocolate milk, nice and thick, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, but if we're talking like cocktail, um, I love considering, you know, we're having a little drinky poo. Um, I love an amaretto and cranberry juice. Um, amaretto is very sweet. And so the cranberry juice kind of counterparts that. It's very refreshing. Yeah. Oh, my mom loved amaretto sours. And I remember like tasting them <laughs> and loving them. Yeah, it's a good one. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite thing to do to relax? Ooh, so I, since I was a little girl, I loved motion, like physically, like my body liked to be in motion. So I had like a rocking horse as a little girl and I would go to town like just all day watching TV and like rocking. And so my parents bought me a swing set at a very young age (laughs) and I have had that swing set until I was about 16. And then my dad finally retired the swing set and got me like a, like a swing set for like a park. And uh, it's huge and it's 10 feet tall and it sits in my backyard. And that's what I do when I'm stressed out and just need a moment to be outside. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Listen to music and take a little swing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite thing to watch? Ooh, um, I have always loved the show Friends. It's just one that I throw on in the background. Um, It's a good, just easy listening. I know all the lines now, so (laughs) it's become, you know, a play in my own head. Um, But that's one I just throw on and can always enjoy a good episode of Friends. So, Oh, it's so good. I remember like being in college, like watching like the last season and like everybody would come over and get wine. Like it was, I just, it's such a fun fun show. <laughs> yeah. It's got, it's got some good moments. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, where's your favorite place to go? Oh, um, outdoors. <laughs> I know that's really broad, but up here. So I live in Ontario 
Um, and not Toronto, Ontario. I mean, like 16 hours away from Toronto. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Like when people think Ontario, they're like, oh, like Toronto area. I'm like, no, no, like closer to the Minnesota border area. <laughs> um, and so we have like nature everywhere. You can drive yeah. 10 minutes in any direction and there's a lake or a mountain or trees or a, like, it's just beautiful. And so just being outdoors is, is really a nice place to be. It gets cold yeah. sometimes in the winter, but just nice and refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I don't know. Is it going to, is it getting cold where you're at? Yeah. So we had, um, about a foot of snow dump over the last 12 hours. Oh, that was, that was Sunday night. <laughs> and then, uh, today has been a minus 40. That's Fahrenheit too. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you go outside yeah. when it's like that? We do. Yeah. We, we, we usually have about probably three weeks, not consistently, but about three weeks where it's like minus 40 every day for a week. And you just want to curl up and cry. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's pretty intense to be honest. Um, yeah, our, our winters are pretty cold here. We do get, you know, a couple of feet of snow, but it's, it's cold most of the time. So, and that lasts from like beginning of November until May. <laughs> So. Oh my goodness. That's, oh, that's, is it sunny at least? Or is it like overcast? It's, it's like very here. sunny. Oh. So in the winter, in the summer, the sun is beautiful. In the winter, if it's sunny, it's minus 40 outside. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see the sun in the winter. Yeah. No, that's horrible. It's the days where it's cloudy, where it's like, oh, it's only like minus 10 today. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I, oh, I don't think I could handle that. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense. That's yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I mean, I bet that's a, a, like quite an experience. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. A shock to your system. <laughs> um, awesome. So where can everybody find you online? Like your social media website, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is let's connect. Uh, so it's L E T S underscore underscore, and then connect with a K. And then my website is www.letsconnect.ca. Um, and then all my social media handles are on there anyway. So happy to, uh, to follow you guys as well and just connect with everyone. And yeah, that's, that's where I am. Yay. Oh, and I meant to ask that too. Um, do you have like a particular like industry that you work with or like, is anybody listening that might need some help? Um, like, do you yeah, work with anybody or like a particular niche? Yeah. So I haven't, uh, niche down as they say, Me um, neither. I like I've never, I don't agree with it. <laughs> not my thing. I don't agree with it either. Uh, in some, in some cases maybe, but yeah, not my thing. Um, so I, I mean, I could say my niche is like small to medium sized businesses. I work mm -hmm. with a lot of like entrepreneurs and, and businesses where there's just one or two employees. Um, and so I really enjoy like helping them build up their, their social media and build up their business and kind of watch it grow together. So that is kind of where I've built my business, but I don't really have a specific industry that I work with. I, I kind of have everyone from car washes to estheticians to cookie makers and everywhere oh, in between. So. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I know you're super busy and yeah, I've really enjoyed our conversation. Me too. I'm so glad we got to do this. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, no, it's super fun. And yeah, we'll stay connected. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, and thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week.